0: Let's get this shit, let's get this shit, let's get this shit, let's Top of the morning, 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 top of the moment. Hey y'all, what's going on? Welcome back to another video This video, we're going to be reviewing One Piece Chapter 1063 But before we get into the video, if you have not already, please be sure to subscribe to the channel As well as that notification bell to get notified for more content that I put out As well, if you end up enjoying the video, be sure to hit me with a like and leave a comment and let me know your thoughts on this chapter. So, without any further ado, let's just get into it, y'all. So, boom, we open up with the cover story, which, whew, man, I tell you, cover stories have been aight. This cover story, this cover story is a nugget indeed, man. The cover story opens with German Double Six's cold blooded voyage again, and Pudding has been kidnapped. We're at Shakalat Town. It's still on ice. We got Cracker laid out. Definitely Aokiji was here washed up Cracker and Brulee's crying on the ground like, No, Cracker, he's getting washed up. Like, Cracker always getting beat up. Son, that poor God, poor God, man. But this is showing us that Blackbeard definitely is up to something, bro. Blackbeard definitely sent Alkiji to go get the that pony glyph from Big Mom's Island, Whole Cake Island, and took Puddin so that pudding can read the pony glyph since you know she's part of the Three Eye Tribe. So, man, this Oda, Oda, cover story. If you didn't peep this, you're going to be in the dog because the details later on this chapter really, really show what Blackbeard's really up to and this cover story is really, really tied to it. So, let's move on from the cover story. Let's get into the chapter. So the chapter opens up, Bonnie, Luffy, Choppa, really, really full from eating from the food machine, and it's like Oda oh, really picking up on what people are talking about, but they even reference like, yeah, the whole crew will love it, but I don't know about Sanji, he might judge this a little bit, which, Come on, man. We know Sanji was just this OD. And we even get a little bit of Jinbei's humor. Jinbei really exuding that uncle energy, man. We get it from him making a joke about him already having a belly when uh, Atlas Vega Punk was like, oh, you guys really got full bellies from eating. You got really round bellies. Look round. And Jinbei was like, yeah, bro, I was already round. I don't know what you're talking about. I always been like this, you know? <laughs> and then Jinbei's other joke of like his his personality showing of him choosing a Hawaiian shirt for his outfit change. since you know, the store has always get some outfit changes. And speaking of outfit changes, I'm fucking with this new Luffy outfit change. I like it. I, I think it's dope. And then Bonnie, mm, chef's kiss. Mm. This one has a little sweetness to it. I like it. I like it a lot. And Chopper's. Cute, I guess I don't know I, I'm not the biggest you know sucker for one choppers being cute oh brother this guy stinks well it's interesting because I'm not sure if atlas's you know um Vegapunk atlas you know wrath or whatever's number changed on the clothing because I know there's a mix-up in the last chapters and I can't tell if that still says six because it did say six last week but I don't know if it changed to five here I'm not 100% I could be wrong I might be you know, oversighting it, because Alice immediately goes away. And it's very, very interesting, because he brings up saying like, oh, if I don't work on Riot, no one else will. So, what is Riot? Am I overthinking this detail here? Like, is Riot something we should know about? I don't know, we'll see. Hmm. really makes you think. But yeah, during this whole outfit change, a pacifist of kuma shows up and thinks that they're all stealing you know doing the machine to change outfits and shit and starts attacking immediately and luffy and jimbe they are ready for the smoke so i'm like did atlas set them up is that why atlas left like did he set them up to get attacked by this police kuma that's making sure shit is safe here like i don't know bro but like this shit is doing the whole you know light beams or whatever all over the place and luffy and Jinbei are ready bro but then like you know, Bonnie ends up stopping Luffy's attack against this Kuma pacifista because Bonnie's like, no, please. Like, that's my dad. And they didn't have no idea. I could have sworn that they, I don't know. I guess I just, that detail wasn't even said when I think about it, but I, maybe they picked up on like you know she was talking about kuma as her dad got turned into a cyborg but it seems like they did so that kind of does negate what i thought about Jinbei maybe feeling bad about it because he had maybe a relationship with kuma since they were a part of the seven warlords but they realized this shit they're like wait what kuma's your pops and bonnie is like begging them don't hurt them because this is this is actually really touching when you think about it like bonnie I I guess this this has to be Kuma has to be her biological dad. Maybe maybe it isn't, but like they do they do show a little flashback to like young Kuma and young Bonnie. So maybe it really is her biological dad and we're not just claiming people as fathers, you know, because that's what we do in one piece. But she's begging them. She's begging them. And I can see why, because your dad's turned to a cyborg and you see all these other iterations of your dad. So you don't really know like what's real and what's not. You don't know which version could possibly be the re- your real father. Like you, you, it's just all confusing, especially because the last time you see your father he's always in pain like it's always like you don't know you know if he's even him anymore it's 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 crazy it's a lot to think about man like bonnie is a really really showing to be a really interesting character in-depth character and also the detail that you know luffy actually called bonnie by her name and didn't call her bogey so who knows who knows i'm not saying bonnie for straw hat because i think one of the Vegapunks should join the crew but I'm digging this Bonnie Luffy dynamic with the crew. And I would love to see how Bonnie reacts with the rest of the crew. But that's enough about this part of the chapter. Let's move on to the second part of the chapter. Woo! And now, our feature presentation. Fire shit. We open up in a certain sea with a little ha 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 Okay. And Law's crew is being attacked by the Blackbeard Pirates, bro, and then we get a fucking scene. So, sexy law is canon. <laughs> Sensational. I said it. Sexy law is cannon bro and the whole crew is being thirsty for it bro somehow law got tresled into a woman and we don't know how i'm thinking this has something to do with ivankov's powers because you know that's what he's able to do with his um hormone hormone fruit am i calling it the wrong name you know correct me if i'm wrong but i'm thinking this has something to do with ivankov nope nope the Black Bear pirates did not steal ivankov's fruit no they did not kidnap ivankov no ivankov did not betray the revolutionary army for the blackbeard pirates The Blackbeard Pirates are on deck. And we get a reveal of what they've really been up to for these past two years. This whole crew has Devon fruits, bro So we got four blackbeard pirates five if you want to include include stronger the goddamn horse and their powers is nuts So law and his crew is getting transformed into women because of doc Q Who has the sick sick fruit and was made up this play He has the ability to create plagues and different types of sicknesses and he made up one called the Milady transformation What? You made a sickness that transforms people into ladies? Like, this could be a real problem. Like, I feel like Doc Q and Chopper are going to have some little back and forth. We're thinking about the Straw Hats versus the, the Black Bear Pirates. But Chopper's going to have some fucking issues with this sick, sick fruit. And also, Sanji might also have some issues dealing with this sick, sick fruit. Because this lady Transformation, if this is used against Sanji in any way, and Sanji has to fight people that looks like women or that are got transformed into women because... Of this fruit Sanji might see some issues and maybe you might get a character development where Sanji finds a way to get around this and actually does attack these transformed into women characters who aren't actually women I know nobody wants to really see Sanji actually hit women and I agree as well but because this is the case of this devil fruit if we can see Sanji overcome that whole like mental block that chivalristic thing that he has maybe maybe possibly it could be an interesting point we'll see and then Van Auger has the warp warp fruit bro what my son is already a gunman a sniper so that's an issue bro imagine being able to camp and then just warp yourself wherever son you can snipe wherever it's gonna be a a wrap son like so usa you're gonna have some issues boy you're gonna have some real issues and it's crazy because it's different from Law's ability because Law has a room, the room ability with his op op fruit, but he's switching places with things. This is just a straight up warp ability. This is crazy, bro. Straight up teleportation. And speaking of teleportation, in the middle of this fight, this ambush that's going on against Law's crew, Jesus Burgess gets teleported by Van Auger, like close to basically on top of the uh, Law's po- uh, crew and all that. And he has the buff buff fruit, bro. The Like this. They each have a, like a fruit that complements their already like kind of abilities and shit but the buff buff fruit this man picks up a mountain son and he basically tosses it at Law's crew and if Law didn't have the room ability to get his crew out of there son it would have been quiet for them or at least all of them but Law I don't know After that point Blackbeard pulls up on Stronger and Stronger also has a mythical horse um devil fruit he has the mythical horse zone fruit um you know the model Pegasus so I'm not sure if they took this from like maybe I'm mistaken like is this similar to the same devil fruit that that horse in Skypea had that old knight had I'm not sure maybe I'm over, maybe I'm miss thinking something like maybe Blackbeard went to Skypea and took that 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 horse's devil fruit to give it to stronger I don't know maybe I'm mistaken I feel like that's something similar I feel like Skypea details are leaking in a little bit more and more but this ain't the first time we have seen a horse with wings but the main thing about this part, this second part of the chapter, again, yeah, this chapter was like not super long, but a lot happened, man, a lot fucking happened. We get in law versus Blackbeard bro, and Blackbeard knew that one of the three, whether it had been Luffy Kid or law, was gonna show up here after leaving Wano after the whole big mom and kaido situation. he just didn't know who, and now that Kaido and Big Mom are gone, he's like, well. Yes, it's my time to really, really cause some havoc, boy. Like, come on, man. Are oh, we part of the worst generation? Don't act crazy. Come on, you could just give up or we could scrap. Like, I want these rope poneglyphs, and I know you got a couple of them, so uh, let me know. I know you got one from Kaido's Island, so just give me what you got, bro. And Law's like, fuck that, man. It's gonna take all. We're gonna fight. You ain't just gonna get these, bro. You're gonna give me whatever you got, too. Now, the chapter ends here, and I don't know, man. I don't know how Law is about to beat the Black Bear Pirates. This is basically a 4v1 fight because Law's crew is not about that action. This ain't the Straw Hats we talking about. The Hot Pirates got Law and that's it, bro. Beppo is not that guy. Who is Beppo going to fight? Burgess? No. No. That's not happening, son. Like, this is going to be a... I don't know, man. It's either Law is going to die or get his power stolen. One of these two has to happen, bro. Cause I don't see how Law comes out of this unscathed. Or like not defeated or getting kidnapped or something. Like there has to be some real consequences. Unless Oda pose like the ultimate plot armor for Law. I don't know, man. Cause I love Law. I fuck with Law as a character. I just did a little cosplay. But come on, man. This it don't make sense if Law is able to get out of this unscathed, bro. I I it I don't see it. I don't see it. That's just my take. Um so, that's the chapter. If I have to give this chapter a rating, boy, woof, this is a strong eight. This is a strong eight out of 10 chapter. It's quickly paced, I really, really liked it. A lot of details in a short amount of time, a lot of emotion, and we're not not—we're not even getting a break. Not that that should count to anything for this chapter, but, man, Oda, you, we are in the fucking, we are, we, you, you are no, pulling no punches. Things are happening. A lot is happening, and we got Sexy Law. Nice! So, can't be mad at that. That sexy law makes it a 10 out of, makes it a 10, out of 10, just saying, but 8 out of 10! 8 out of 10 chapter for me, but let me know your thoughts on the chapter in the comment section below as well. If you end up enjoying the video, be sure to hit me with a like. Also, if you have not already, please be sure to subscribe to the channel as well as the notification bell to get notified for more content that I put out. So on that note, y'all. Enjoy your life. I'm feeling great and feel the vibe. I'm really grateful we are love And I'm feeling great because lately I've been on the way to something great. And I feel alive because I create like everyday animals to